and hello everyone welcome to the final episode of season 1 of sab theek hai on our podcast and we are extremely excited today because we have a very very special guest on board this guest is not like the other guests like those guests we didn't really care about but this one is really special so, number 1 he's from norway so yes we know people from places other than india <laughs> yeah, and secondly he's a brilliant musician an excellent teacher a loving husband an amazing father i am guessing all of this but let me tell you that this guy i am proud to call him my friend or our friend rather we connected through music without further ado allow me to introduce you to mr martin adams martin how are you my friend i'm fine thank you you're way too kind man <laughs> hello so I, 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 i don't know yeah so it's just very uh, few occasions that abhinav's kind to people so this is one of those rare ones that yeah. he's actually uh, given you a very nice introduction wow no roasting no not <laughs> yet not yet but no. we'll get not there. yet we'll get to that yeah okay oops ease you into it yeah so i think we should first start uh, you know talking about how sid and i actually know martin yeah. so uh, i think it's uh, only best since martin is my best friend in the entire universe i should start with how i know him so i know martin from about 11 years ago now so from uh, something called the great indian rock festival which was organized by rsj back in the day and uh, martin was a part of a band called benia reach uh, which was from norway it was a fantastic band i know this because every day we would enter the rsj office and the day would start with a benia reach song till the time you know gir happened and even after that so your uh, band song sort of became like a starting the tune for us but more than music i guess you know martin and i really connected over the trip here in india and a lot of fun times i was a tour manager uh, for the entire band at the time so yeah that's how i know uh, martin and uh, i think siddharth do you want to uh, uh so, right sure yeah. so i i think uh, uh... as far as martin's concerned by by best memories of martin uh, of course while while the band has been uh, phenomenal and has uh, you know something that i still listen to uh, very uh, ardently uh, i think i my, i best remember him uh, like i think martin and i were discussing before we started recording this is uh, the 2011 uh, uh, inferno uh, gig in oslo Yeah. and and uh, you know i think uh, me me and a bunch of guys from barakwat uh, especially sunny and i were just watching people uh, just get tattooed because sunny wanted to get something tattooed on his arm as well and there's this one guy shouting from behind saying hey mother show and, oh. <laughs> and that Oops. was uh, that was uh, martin adams view and uh, i think that that kind of defined who martin is for me for a long long time Yeah, uh, I was so yeah. yeah, I was so proud of him that day. I mean, that <laughs> was one of my favorite stories yeah. till date, and I am so proud. I, I, you know, I actually 
I have told my father the story, and <laughs> no, <laughs> and, oh. and he, he and he's not somebody who laughs very easily. But yeah. he 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 actually, I saw him, you know, laugh out loud for the first time. <laughs> wow, this story was like really, really something. So we, you know, it's safe to say, I guess, that we have a very uh, candid uh, friendship with Martin. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Martin, you want to jump in here and maybe, you know, uh, tell the entire universe uh, what amazing people we are for a change, maybe? Yes. Uh, first of all, um, I just, we just uh, went around India and we, uh, uh, you, you were a uh, tour leader, tour manager, kind of. Yeah. 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 And uh, we just got to, you know, talk in uh it's, you, I knew you were kind of like the, you had a lot of uh, fun comments and you had, I, I know you even mm-hmm. did some stand-up, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, the thing is that the, the whole experience for us in India, I think one of the reasons that it was, it became such a great thing was because of you, because, you know, you took us to all these nice places to eat, introduced us to all the people. Right. And you also mm-hmm. joined us like, hanging around so it was right, really right. it was really great and uh so we still we're kind of like we, we don't we don't become try to become too nostalgic when i meet up with guys in in uh, Benare Beach. but every time mm-hmm. we talk about the or and every time i've talked to you said it's like always been a nice conversation and it's you guys are we're, we're sharing the same passion for music maybe in different areas mm-hmm. but you know so it's kind of it's it's been really easy to connect in that in right, that sense, right. and uh, yeah. So, uh, but the whole thing about I, I'm not sure if I'm proud of that uh, moment, <laughs> which Sid mentioned, but it was funny because you know uh, there are a lot of uh, I've learned all the bad words in Hindi, I think, uh, or maybe from Urdu. It's kind of like the similar language, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, a little different, but uh, yeah, I, I I taught you some of this stuff as well. You know, yeah, just don't take credit away from me. Yeah, yeah, of course you taught you taught me, but the thing is that you tried to teach me a lot of things, but uh, you know the Pakistanis in Norway, they <laughs> right, right, <laughs> they use the same bad words. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I was just like, okay, you already talk- knew. <laughs> yeah, I know, I knew some of it, but it was yeah. um yeah. So I, I guess, um, and in my neighborhood, I have uh, several friends from India, and yeah. So I, I, I only know how to kind of present myself. But is Hindi your mother tongue? It's like yes, it is. Yes, you too, said. No, uh, yeah, so Hindi my is... no, so essentially because I was born and raised in Delhi. Yeah. Uh, my my mother tongue uh, is Hindi. But yeah. uh, originally, I'm from down south in Canada. So I speak, I'm supposed to be speaking Malayalam, but I speak Hindi uh, fairly well. To yeah. Say, yeah. So, so technically, uh, how, how it kind of works around in India is uh, mm. Hindi is the national language. You're supposed yeah. to know it. So, so yeah. that's, that's how it is. Uh, anyway, speaking of India, uh, Martin, I, I, I want to just go back to uh, how how you kind of uh, came about and uh, you know 
came to India uh, as a part of uh, uh, the Great Indian Rock Festival. So when the band heard that you guys were going to be playing in India, what was your first reaction like? And I'm sure you you understand uh, what India is like because, well, uh, like you said that you you have people back home uh, who are Indians and uh, you know who are our uh, our neighbors as well, which is from Pakistan. Uh, so culturally, uh, a lot of similarities. But that said, how was it to finally kind of know that you guys are coming to India? What was your feeling like? We were thinking of booking agent was joking. We were just like, what are we going that far? <laughs> and the thing is that because we weren't back then, we weren't like uh, going on, on like international tours in that way. Maybe we toured a little bit in, in Europe, but then like going from Europe and just like, yeah, you're going to India. That's kind of, uh, it was just like, we were, we were really happy, but we were kind of like, are you sure? So yeah, and we uh, so we actually we didn't really know what to expect because it it's a totally different place. But then you know when you get to connect with people and of course all the uh, cultural differences and whatnot. But the thing is, like when you get to meet people, it's people are people, man. It's just uh, it, for me, it was a really an eye opener as well in in many respects. And it was just we got to see. If, like both the southern part and we got to see Delhi, a little bit of uh, Mumbai and uh, and Pune as well. Yes, yes. And uh, so the thing is that we got to see really, and those places are quite different, all of them, right? So, and we didn't have that much time to explore. I think we had the most time in Delhi. Uh, Yeah, so, but for us, it was really, great experience overall and we it kind of surpassed everything we expected because it was like uh, we didn't know what to expect and the people and the and the crowd and everything was really amazing so we yeah i would really love to go back so uh, but uh, i don't have a band right now or i have a band it's called the monograph but uh, i'm not sure if we're going to tour for i, I don't think anyone's touring right now <laughs> how it is oh yeah uh Sorry. That's fine. I mean, you don't have to tour. You just like, you know, you have a home right here in Delhi. Uh, Siddharth is living in Bangalore. So you have a home there as well. Uh, you know, if, uh, bring the band, bring the family. Let's have a barbecue. I mean, that's, that's what I am all about. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, I'm just waiting for this pandemic to get over. And you know, it's just, uh, you know, let's have a party. Man. That's what I want to do. Absolutely. It's like, uh, is it like you you rather not talk about the pandemic, or no no nothing like that, no? absolutely not. I mean, uh, the because pandemic is uh, it's a terrible thing. It's it just, is. You know? So um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, sir. No no. So I'm I'm just saying that to answer uh, uh, Martin's question, it's not it's not it's not as much as we won't like to talk about the pandemic. Yes. It's there. Uh, uh, we've been uh, in lockdown for, I think, close to a month now. Uh, and yeah. uh, uh, with the way India is specifically, it's it's terrible. And uh, I think a lot of people, uh, instead of, you know, uh, and for the first time, uh, probably are choosing to not 
you know probably say stuff and actually go ahead and do stuff about it right so people are taking uh, matters into their own hands to be able to because the government's clearly not doing anything so they they just uh, it's as punk rock as it can possibly get right just just do shit uh, and totally anti establishment i'm really proud of the way the country's behaving if you ask me yeah because when i when i kind of see my social media feed from from indian people it's kind of like mm-hmm. i see this people are doing a lot of stuff and they're communicating they're coordinating stuff and i'm i'm really impressed because uh, and i've also been a, i've been been worried about you, you know you guys and all the other guys i know and of course people i don't know because from reading the news i've been it, it sounds terrible and I, i couldn't i don't understand how it is but uh, right so well uh, there are many factors you know that come into why the pandemic is so bad here as compared to the other parts of the world uh, one of the major aspects is you know how we are a very densely populated country then you know education is an issue here we are still not as educated as a country would like to be uh, we don't have the infrastructure to support uh, uh, you know this kind of a pandemic and to deal with it the government is incompetent and they are not able to do anything about this people are trying to take matters into their own hands and trying to you know help everyone but at the same time there are people who are trying to take advantage of the situation and kind of you know uh, cheat people and uh, you know take take money of them so it's a mixed bag of you know good and bad and people taking advantage of it the best thing as of now what we have done here is i would say the government has done is that they have imposed a lockdown and uh, they have uh, penalties for anybody who tries to break that lockdown and these are heavy penalties so i personally have not stepped out of my house for over a month which basically means i haven't set foot outside my house for anything i haven't driven my car for any reason whatsoever even a little bit nothing all our stuff is you know getting delivered at home and i'm pretty sure the same is the thing with siddharth as well so and you know we are trying to uh, keep ourselves busy our work is obviously a major factor um uh, then there are household chores things like that so we do try and keep ourselves busy now this is us personally as a nation we have a very long way to go we are running out of vaccines and uh, you know so yeah i mean uh, it's a bad situation but it's getting better and i feel that when the third wave hits i think uh, we should be better equipped to you know deal with this situation wow Yes, I I really hope so man because it's it kind of the the way it hit the country is not fair and it's it's just it's just tragic so and is, yeah. yeah so uh yeah I'm out of words man enough about enough yeah. about the pandemic man let's let's not let's not talk about it anymore let's yeah. now talk about you now yeah. I don't want to talk about you as I known you from 11 years back the skateboarding 
uh, getting throwing himself inside the X-ray machine. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy bad mother <laughs> that I knew <laughs> back in the day. I want to know about the musician, the teacher, the husband, the father, and how does all that work? I mean. how do you sort of balance these things and how is your upbringing in norway you know you know by your folks by your parents and uh, your relatives your neighbor your society your upbringing there how how has it influenced you uh, i asked this question only because you know we have a very different kind of an upbringing here in india i assume as from you know what you would have there and um the fact that you have your own band uh, you know and and you earn uh, money from a different source of uh, you have a different source of income which is teaching and you know then you are a father and then you are a husband and i see these fun videos and fun things you do with your daughters all the time on instagram and on facebook so and so i i feel that it's quite well balanced as you know what you have managed so i just want to hear from you that how do you manage that how do you how do you get into that mindset and how has your upbringing affected uh, contributed to it well yeah i grew up in the countryside uh, two hours outside of oslo uh, okay is it is really a rural area but we have this this little town nearby and it's a, it's the city or the town where you know emperor the black metal band is from um yeah okay yeah And the thing is, I I grew up in this. Uh, I have uh, two siblings, one uh, little sister and one little brother. And uh, well, my upbringing was, you know, I started learning. Uh, I did a lot of different kinds of sports. I was like trying to be professional at anything. It was mm-hmm. more like for fun. I, I played uh, football and I did some yeah. snowboarding. Uh, and because where I where I grew up, there wasn't that much to do, really. So, um, and uh, actually, I learned a lot of you know instrumentation and so on. I I grew up in a church, and there we had instruments. So yeah, then I got to try a lot of instruments. I could during the summertime, I could borrow a drum set home. I just took it home right. and and I practiced all summer. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, but but I've because of the, where I lived, where I grew up, I I used to be a lot of outdoors mm-hmm. um, with my friends. We were fishing, doing yeah, we were I was playing football, skiing. Um, but then they got more into music, and then I stopped playing football, and yeah. So, um, but but my family has been, I don't know. They've been supportive because they, they, my my grandma, she's really, uh, she has a really, she's very talented. Uh, uh, like, uh, her musical talent is really strong, and she's been, yeah, uh, uh, she, she's ninety six now, but she can still sing like harmonies. Uh, wow! Well, so automatic. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. You can see me, but um, right. So I kind of inherited that from her, but my father has been more like an active kind of guy, doing mm-hmm. 
sports and different kinds of being just being outdoors. So yeah, right. so that's where I got that from, I think. So. Mm-hmm. So um, and now you know, as a husband and as a uh, father, uh, do you see those things kind of you know inculcating into your life? Yeah, I think I kind of yeah, absolutely because. Um, um you know it, the, the outdoors thing is is mm-hmm. kind of like a very norwegian thing in a way but not not necessarily it's actually a lot of it it was brought to us by the by the brits <laughs> because right. they started coming to norway the rich people from great britain maybe during the 1800s mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. starting exploring mountains and so on like they did everywhere else as well right but we kind of uh, took some of that culture, I guess, and made it our own. So yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah but, Indians. We know we know a little bit about taking culture from Britons. Brits and yeah, Britons making it our own. Yeah. <laughs> we we have some experience in that. Yeah, yeah you have some experience. <laughs> quite, uh, a, but think, quite a bit, actually. Yeah, yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> Maybe it was like taking. It was like their. I don't know. So they plundered. Anyway, that's that's a different conversation altogether. Yeah, it's difficult. We could. Yeah, yeah. That's so, a that's a different podcast. Oh, absolutely. I think it's it's a it's material for uh, a couple of other podcasts. So, yeah. uh, Martin, a couple of inter- <laughs> couple of uh, interesting things that you said. One uh, uh, which sticks with me is how how I think your 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 grandma uh, still sings harmonies, right? Yeah. And uh, so interestingly, uh, while I never took up music in the way that I possibly should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think which is why I started working with RSG and I always say that to make up for my lack uh, in any skill as a musician, I worked with bands so that I could I could just feel like a musician uh, uh, off and on. But uh, uh, interestingly, my family, uh, especially my grandfather's side from my mom, uh, has always been into music. And uh, they've, they've kind of uh, uh, you know, grown up listening to uh, Indian classical music, which is well divided into Carnatic and Hindustani, but I want to get into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, uh, music's been a big part of life and uh, which is why I, I pursued music the way I did in, in whatever capacity that I could. So uh, interestingly, the other thing that I kind of wanted to, uh, you know, uh, uh, ask you, uh, is is from a cultural standpoint, right? Now, what do you think uh, when when we talk about humor? Of course, uh, humor. There are certain things we of course get because uh, you know you know us and we know you. But mm. what do you think uh, is is humor from Norway like, right? Because I remember uh, having met Anders, uh, uh, you know. Uh, uh, during many of my uh, uh, inferno trips, but his his humor is very specific to who he is, and I yeah. feel, I feel that's that's a very Scandinavian way of approaching humor. Yeah, absolutely, it's it's very specific. Yeah. So it's um, so, uh, yeah, but yeah, Anders, he is maybe a little bit used to be. A, there's my colleague. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's kind of. It used to be a lot about irony and maybe a little bit of sar- sarcasm as well. Right. But some of it is some of it's kind of subtle. Yes. Very I would subtle. guess. Yeah, it's very subtle. So, uh, sometimes you don't know if people but there are 
it's different kinds of humor in different parts of the country as well. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like people from the West Coast, they're even more subtle uh, often than, right. <laughs> than like the Oslo people. So, uh, um, but it used to be uh, like a lot of irony. And of course, I'm really into puns. So that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, dad, dad jokes. I think dad right. jokes are kind of universal, I guess. Yeah. I love dad jokes. Dad jokes are awesome. Dad jokes are really good. Yeah. Dad jokes, I think, are yeah. universal. Absolutely. So even in India, I think, uh, you know, uh, we just cut in half as far as, so there's no north, south, east, west, but there's just north and south. So the the, right. the the way people tell jokes in the south versus the way pe uh, people tell jokes in the north is very different. And and I so I shifted from the north to the south. So I, I feel that a lot more. So people don't laugh as much on the jokes that I crack, which have a very northern sensibility versus the jokes that I may crack, which have a southern sensibility, right? Yeah. So, so that that's that's primarily it. That's how it's divided. There's no. Uh, I don't think uh, I could be wrong, but I don't think there's a north, south, east, west. Of course, there'll be jokes which are very pertinent to, let's say, uh, let's say Mumbai versus uh, uh, Bangalore. But uh, what I'm trying to say is that the the kind of tonality that each joke has will be either north or south. It'll not have any other uh, you know uh, format. I, I guess it's the same in Norway as well because the northern humor is much more loud. Like mm -hmm. if you're from the north of Norway, there, it, uh, it, it's a kind of different tone to it, and they, of course they have a different dialect as well. Okay. So, mm -hmm. so the way I guess it's the same in India. Like you have some some linguistic features that make it funny in its own sense, right? Absolutely. And absolutely. Yeah. Actually, this is exactly what India is. The north, the north of India is like much louder and you know a little bit cross uh, with the humor, and the south is uh, rather a lot more subtle uh, with yeah. the humor. And but you know what? There are certain jokes, certain very specific jokes that are akin only to an entire nation. Like in India, we have one uh, you know southern actor called Rajnikanth. So there are jokes that are all around Rajnikanth, right? So like, uh, I, I can't think of one right now, but they're like impossible jokes. Like, it's like how Chuck Norris is to Norway. Oh, yeah. So so he is India's Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. Like, yeah. I think, you, I, I remember you telling me this, that if you type Chuck Norris on Google in Norway, it says, you don't find Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris finds you. Yeah, that's true. So, so, so I guess there are some jokes which are, you know, the entire nation can uh, sort of relate to and the in, entire nation wants to know. I'm sorry, yeah. that was an Indian journalist pun. I just did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no problem. We are trying to cater to a Norwegian audience. Yes. This podcast, we are actually only using you as a source since you agreed <laughs> yeah. to come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, the thing is that we, we also have this kind of, you said uh, Rashmikant with his name? Rajnikant. Yes, yes. yes. Rajnikant, okay. Because uh, we we also have this kind of, is he like a famous guy or is it like a 
some he's a famous of... celebrity yeah. yeah he has he has temples to his name so he's very famous yeah okay yeah <laughs> the thing is that we have also have this um this kind of guy in norway we call uh, lars monson he's like a wilderness guy mm-hmm. he's like he knows how to survive any kind of condition really so we basically have chuck norris jokes about him oh yeah yeah oh, wow. anyway so right he's yeah. norway's best yes, he's norway's but yeah absolutely i think I, nice. but he's not he's not the kind of you know he's not like he doesn't look like a navy seal or anything he's he's kind of like a normal guy but he yeah. but he knows how to get around okay <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that's interesting to know i mean you know that's always a fun uh, thing to learn about uh, someone so um you know the next thing uh, you know what i want to ask you is like so you sort of obviously you left a footprint in india right your okay. band left a footprint in india because i still have friends uh, you know in the metal circuit so in in the metal scene of india you have left a footprint and there are people who still ask me about hey, hey how's martin doing you know oh. or how's elke doing or you know uh, uh, is there any chance the band is getting back together so they keep throwing these questions at me so i tell them they're all well and uh, as far as the band is concerned you're going to have to go ask them and uh, as you know but i think I, i always do tell them that you know they have all moved on uh with their lives and are at the moment happy where they are and that's what matters to us the most but i find it's a little i wouldn't call it strange i would call it surreal that over a period of 11 years now we've still managed to keep in touch and yeah. you know, not just with me but with you know siddharth and with uh, sunny who we mentioned earlier from the indian metal band scene called the bayanak moth you know so i mean how do you think that is because you know i have managed many bands uh, you know back in the day i was like the tour manager the go to guy for bands yes. but you know no, no nobody kept in touch it's not like i ran after them that low oh, please talk to me but you know somehow we managed to keep in touch and how do you think that is i mean uh, what was so amazing about me i mean yeah <laughs> yeah okay. i guess it was your humor no but yeah but the thing is like i think we connected in a way that you know i'm also i'm a people person even though i'm kind of right. like a, an introvert i tend mm-hmm. to um i like to talk to people and, and i'm i'm a curious guy I like I'm mm-hmm. like curious uh, about life and people and what not and I like to learn stuff so and I kind of just saw it was I just found it uh, it really fascinating that me coming from Norway to India like mm-hmm. you know the distance and everything cultural differences and I kind of felt like it, it didn't it didn't matter that much in a way you know it didn't it wasn't like right it, it was just like connection Uh, on on a personal level and also, also like um mm-hmm. yeah i don't know I, i have a hard time describing why or how but it's just like uh i just uh, enjoyed your company i guess 
Yeah, I know. I know. It's an unfair question. I, mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just didn't mean myself. I meant, you know, you're touch, in touch with uh, Sunny also and you're in touch with Sid also and some other guys from India as well. So, yeah, I, I think you did find some connection or, you know, something subconscious uh, is there going on with it. I'm sorry. Like, okay, this was a stupid question. Okay, we're going to leave it at that. And uh, uh, no, but that there are some interesting, interesting things from there, uh, and this is something that I had not planned on asking. But uh, Martin, yeah. I, I think what what I truly, genuinely love about musicians is that there's such a honesty to being a musician, right? You can yes. not be anything else but that, uh, and and especially, uh, and I probably it's a personal bias speaking, especially if you play metal then you're definitely, definitely a lot more honest than anybody else. And, and I, I, that's just a very personal opinion. But, uh, you know, and probably that's, that's the one thread that connects people who listen to metal, no matter where you're from. Uh, and one interesting, uh, uh, you know, uh, thing that I remember uh, of how the most unlikeliest of people kind of connect through music is uh, uh, is I I think Satyricon was here. Uh, I think two years before you, or a year after that. I'm not entirely sure. A year after. Ah, uh, yeah, a year after, right? And yeah. uh, I I met Frost there the first time. Uh, the mm. same year that that I ran into you at Inferno. Uh, I remember running into Frost because I think Isan uh, uh, was playing, and I was really excited to listen to him. But Frost remembered me from from uh, that gig uh, from uh, India. I don't think that would have happened, uh, you know, if, if that was not that common thread, right? Uh, and and yeah. I truly and I truly believe that no matter who you are and what the, the kind of music that you play, musicians have this certain honesty to that. Uh, but my question to you uh, is, you know, with that honesty also comes a lot of weight. Uh, because you you play and you put so much passion into what you're creating, right? So uh, I want to understand Martin and and musicians are musicians are a very special breed of people. Uh, how do you kind of deal with adversity? So when I talk about adversity, uh, one could be uh, you know you got Benya reached to a point and you guys decided that okay no longer maybe you know. Uh, I'm not saying there were differences, but I, I just think that you guys felt that you kind of had done whatever you could with the band uh, and everybody wanted to go and explore whatever they wanted. But there's there's something that has been created. How do you let that go? Uh, how do you kind of manage that from a mental standpoint uh, and deal with that? It's interesting because I, I, I've never been able to ask that to anybody. I, the, the only people I've ever actually asked that to was Bhairakwad. So here's my international perspective to that. Yeah, uh, oh, that, that's, uh, well, the thing is that uh, we are still good friends, all of us. There's no like, uh, uh, not anything like that, but I think we were in different, uh, yeah, we, we had like different uh, obligations and also like, I, I think, um, uh, Marco and Ilka they played in uh, in another band before uh, that was called uh, Self Minded. So they've been touring and playing a lot more than I had because they're a little bit older than me. 
Um, and I think like when it, it, it was a hard, a tough decision to make, but I think it was at that time, at that stage in life, I think we were just like, we were a little bit tired of everything. And it, I don't know, we, we want to keep the friendship. So uh, yeah, I think it was just like, I don't know, it, it was a gradual process really. I'm not sure how to describe it, but yeah. I don't know how specific I can be by talking for myself. I kind of wanted, uh, it sometimes can feel like yeah, we should have done more, but then we met right. some obstacles that um, that I think kind of broke the motivation a little bit. So, right. yeah. Right. Great. So, uh, but uh, Manu, uh, how, so when, it, when it's a personal uh, uh, thing, right? My my question is how do you how do you kind of well uh, uh, work through it? I mean how how you know uh, mental health is big now. Uh, mm. We probably never discussed it as much as we, probably we should have back in the day. But how do you kind of deal with yeah. circumstances that that arise out of these situations? For instance, uh, you know you like I like I said you worked on it for so long, then you let yeah. it go. You have yeah. to move on and do other stuff, and and for you specifically, you're a teacher and you're a uh, you know father and, and a husband as well. So uh, empathy is a very natural thing for you. Yeah. Like, you kind of understand other people's situations and say, okay, we need to move on. So how do you how do you think that uh, musicians are able to deal with that in a very specific way? Well, I think it differs a bit from uh, I don't know. Talking from my perspective, it's. It, it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a mourning process, you know, uh, even though I, I was like, you know, I wasn't sobbing or anything, but it was like, it was, it was strange to let go of something that has been such a big part of my life. It was, it was like almost a part of my identity. Uh, you kind of, I identified as a musician, I identified as a guitarist. I was like, like now I'm in this podcast, I'm kind of representing myself. But if I were back in the days, I would kind of be talking on behalf of Benia Reach, kind of. Right. So that's right. a different, whole, totally different story. Um, mm. But for me, I had to kind of uh, pursue other things that I liked. And talking about mental health, I, can, I, I just read this, maybe in 2014, I read this article about, you know, uh, physical, uh, like, physical and mental health so I and I read it about running and uh, mental well-being so I just because I've done some research on it and you know blah 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 and then I've just found that it's a really good thing so I just started doing it right. <laughs> basically no I, I I just saw on your Instagram page uh, that it says uh, 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 trail running as well right I think is that something that you picked up recently uh, Started trail like running and trail running back in 2015, 16 ish. So I I've, I do some you know um, half marathons and some ultras and yeah. Wow. Nice, nice, good stuff. And are you still skateboarding as well? A little bit, but uh, you know, you, you kind of uh, you know you get a little bit more scared when it comes to injuries and so on. Yeah. Right. And have the girls picked up anything from you? Uh, either skateboarding or music or something? Uh, they're starting to get a little bit interested in music and they're um, 
uh, skateboarding, not so much, but they, they can, I have skateboards for them if they want to, but, uh, <laughs> but the thing is like, um, uh, they're more into, they've been into dancing, uh, like classical True. ballet and, um, they, they've tried some different things. I, I've kind of like, I, I try not to like push them into doing music if they don't want to. It's, no, no, makes sense, makes sense, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, but uh, they're exposed to music and they're exposed to instruments because I have them at home. in my house. Yeah, they're, they're in the, the apartment, so yeah. Great. Yeah. No, no, you can, uh, anytime you want any parenting advice, we are always there to, you know, give you, uh, since, uh, you know, we are not parents ourselves, but, you know. Yeah. I, uh, we can always come to us, you know. Yeah, because, you know. <laughs> Earlier in the podcast, we spoke about, uh, you know, different upbringing, like how India's is so different from that of Norway. So I guess in Norway, parents don't push their kids into doing, not doing, if they don't want to do something, that's okay. The parents don't really push them into it. In India, it's more like a one tight slap you'll get if you don't do this. Do this. Yeah. Yeah, So we were brought up, you know, getting beaten up by our parents, but that's, that's all. That's fun. You know, yes, but, yes. Uh, it's a part of yeah, who we are. Yeah, I child experience. If you did if you didn't get beaten up as an Indian child by your parents, there's something wrong with your childhood. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, that's, uh, yeah that's so every every brown comedian, uh, uh, you know, no matter which which part of the uh, world they're in. From yeah. Russell Peters to Hasan Miraj to, uh, you know, from right here at home, uh, everybody talks about the Indian parenting experience and it's it's the same, no matter yeah. where you are. So, they call, so you know, even if uh, uh, it's Indian parents in the United States, they behave with you as if they're in India. <laughs> wow. So, yes. yeah, I think it's, it's just like that. Yeah, it's, the thing is like, yeah. if, in in Norway, it's kind of, of course, it happens, but it's not like uh, you're not allowed to. Uh, and it's I don't know, uh, I don't know if uh, if my uh, Indian friends have had the same experience actually, but uh, it depends. I can I can tell you this for a fact that yeah. there are Indian parents in Norway who have figured out how to beat their children up and not get caught. Yeah, they, they, I guess so. I can assure you of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. But, yeah. you know, so uh, now, uh, Martin, we would like to, you know, uh, closing in and coming to an end to our podcast. So final, uh, you know, question from you, from both Sid and I would be your takeaway from India all those years back. My takeaway? Oh. Um, It was like a very, it was very intense in a good way, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially Mm -hmm. coming from like, from Norway, it's not densely populated at all. (laughs) So uh, yeah, that that was kind of like one thing, but um, the other thing was that the the way we were treated by, by you guys and all the people that we met and just seeing mm-hmm. different, yeah, you know, going to, going to Agra, going to, to see the things that you managed to see in that short period of time, but it was, 
Yeah, just and friendship, of course, like getting to know people. Mm-hmm. And and uh, you know, uh, I've kind of been interested in like learning about Indian music, both the classic, right. uh, classical, Indian classical, but also like mm-hmm. what's going on in the like in Indian popular music nowadays or right. indie or whatever. So mm-hmm. if you have any tips for me uh, or playlists, please send them over. Absolutely. No, yeah. it's all yeah. shit. Yeah. No, no, no. We, we'll, no, we'll I'm you. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. Yeah. We'll send you I'll definitely send you a playlist. You know, I, I did have, uh, you know, you know, I think what has what has changed uh, in so many years for both uh, Abhinav and me, and uh, I think back in the day, because uh, you know we were younger, uh, our, our judgment of people was solely based on on the kind of music that they listened to. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I think our, our 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 friendships were very contained to uh, the music scene, but I think now uh, you know it's expanded as well. So uh, because. I think as you grow up, you wisen up a little bit as well. So you, you decide not to judge people. And I think you uh, you also uh, open up to a lot more uh, input and criticism and so on and so forth. So I think we've, we've learned how to listen to a lot more music as well. So maybe you'll benefit That's from true. our new playlists, uh, which Absolutely. includes yes. a, a decent amount of Hindi music as well. Well, I just one thing, I think a lot of people who are been into or into or have been into metal i think one mm-hmm. one thing we share is that we're all a bit nerdy like we're really nerdy about yes. the about the music about like everything around it and i think that nerdiness is really good like exploring music anyways yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. i think yeah absolutely like nerdiness yeah, and, and all- like a uh-huh. positive yeah, you know, absolutely. And you know, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to end today's podcast. Remember, we are all a little nerdy and we are all a little thankful to our very good friend here who took the time out today to come and talk to us for such a long period of time and entertain us and give us an insight about his country. And uh, he basically told us that the population of his country is lesser than the population of Delhi. Yeah. And that is... That, that is something. Uh, That's India, perspective right there. India and Norway, the two most unlikeliest of countries to come together like this. I think our prime ministers and your president should really do something about that. Not this prime minister that we have now. The yeah. next one. The next one. Yeah. Yeah. The new one that we may have. Hopefully, we'll have. Absolutely, we will yes. have. Yeah. And you know, on that positive note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. I am good. And I'm Sid. And, and this is Martin. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. And thank you.